Hey, 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 this is Lorena and you are listening to Transparent Introvert. I'm an introvert. I am trying to be transparent. Um, to all my listeners, I know that I have not been like consistent Meaning like, oh, every Wednesday I got a, I got an episode coming out or, or something of that sort. I I know life is a little crazy, um, you know, and I do my podcast during my spare time and, uh, I work a job that's very demanding. So, you know, and, uh, of course I'm an introvert, so I also need my time to myself, but I promise, I promise, I promise, I promise, I promise that I will be more consistent. I'm not going to give a specific day, but I will be more, more consistent. I will give more content because I have more content. My brain goes a mile a minute. I suffer from insomnia because of it. So when I can sleep, I sleep. Um, but yeah, I promised you that I'm going to keep that promise. I pinky, I pinky promise. I pinky promise. My my other fingers aren't crossed. I can't cross my fingers and pinky promise at the same time. Um, But yes, I pinky promise um, that I will be more consistent. Um, I know I don't sound as bubbly as I normally do. And when you listen, and I have, I've been told that uh, when people listen to my podcast, it's like, yo, you're an introvert. You don't sound like it. You don't sound like it. You don't sound like um, you are a introvert, but I am. I spend a lot of time by myself because I, I like to be by myself. Um, but, um, but it's, it's more to it, but I'll talk about that in, in, in another episode, but this episode, this episode, I'm getting to it. This episode, um, I'm going to be talking about my experience with racism. Um, and when we talk about racism, it's not just white against black. It's not just, um, you know, white against the minority, which is Asians, Indians, Middle Easterns, Latinos. I'm not just talking about that because we also have um, colorism going on too. I mean, and that's a form of racism um, within our own community. Um, But I want to talk about my experience. and, And the reason that you know, we are talking about this. If you if you don't know about the murder of George Floyd, you are under a rock right now. You are living under a rock right now. I'm an introvert and I'm not outside that much and I stay to myself, but I even I know about what happened to George Floyd. Um and Racism is not anything new. It's not anything new. Um, but it's more 
on the forefront because we all have cameras now. We are equipped with a camera. You have a phone, you have a camera. You got people that are YouTubers, they have a camera. People have cameras just because they like taking pictures of themselves all day long. Like, yo, no matter where you go, there is a camera. And no matter where you go, somebody's going live on Facebook, going live on YouTube, going live on Instagram, like, yo, they tweeting on Twitter. Um, it's a lot. I mean, you, we got TikTok going on right now. Like, so everything is wide open. There are cameras everywhere. So no matter what it is that you are doing, you are being seen. You are being heard. Um, and so his murder was actually caught on video on video so there is no reason why anybody shouldn't those those police officers should not get convicted because it is different angles of video of him being killed the cop's knee on his neck when he said that he couldn't breathe um i'm not going to to dissect the 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 video or anything like that i'm not going to do that um because it speaks for itself it speaks for itself and it was people out there that were trying to help but of course you can't really do too much because those are cops it's not like it was other people that were that killed him it was cops um and sad to say it was a white cop that had his knee on his neck and he had his knee on his neck for eight minutes and like 43 seconds if I'm not mistaken come on it don't take all that especially if he already had handcuffs on he had handcuffs on where where is he going if you got hold of the handcuffs or you got hold of his arm or anything like that where is he going nowhere because at the point um when you put handcuffs on somebody that's when you stop any type of force because they are restrained i even know that i work in a field where that is a thing and no i'm not a cop i'm not a cop i'm not a cop um even if i was i mean but i'm not a cop um i never had a desire to be a cop but yeah just just take that into consideration like think about that think about that when and I, I must say that I am proud of my people and when I say my people I'm not just talking about black people because like yo it's Asian people out there um protesting like yo you got white people out there protesting you got middle eastern people out there protesting you got a lot of people out there protesting and when they're protesting, they're talking about black, live ma- black lives matter. Now, some people may get, a- get offended and be like, oh, well, why only black lives matter? At this moment, at this moment right now, this moment right now, 2020, black lives matter. Like, yo, black lives matter first, and then all lives matter. And when we talk about racism, like, yo, you got some white people like, um, like it was a video of a white elderly man 
he was protesting. It was a peaceful protest. And the crazy thing is, is that during these peaceful protests, people are getting hurt. I don't understand if it's peaceful, how you getting hurt, how you getting hurt and they're getting hurt by the, 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 the police officers that's out there. I mean, if it's the national guard or whatever, they're getting hurt. The, the peaceful protesters are getting hurt. And I'm like, yo, that's obscene. That's absurd. I mean, and our, our, I mean, our, our Caucasian friends, our Asian friends and everything like that, they're on the front lines with us because they see the injustice that's going on, like, and, and the police are even targeting, like, them, the, the, the Caucasians that's out there, like, the elderly man, like, yo, the, the cop pushed him, it was a peaceful protest, the cop pushed him, and he hit his head on the concrete, and you can clearly see, and like I said, there is video everywhere, people have cameras, you can clearly see the blood coming from his head. And then what did they do? They walked over him. And why did they walk over him? They walked over him and disregarded his life and everything like that. Why? Because he was standing for black people. He was like, Black Lives Matter. Like, yo, we got to get rid of this injustice and everything like that. It was a peaceful protest. And, and like, yo, people are getting hurt. And they're getting hurt not by other protesters or anything like that. They're getting hurt from angry police officers. Ain't like, come on, man. Come on, this this has got to end. Like, yo, when black lives matter, all lives matter. Plain and simple. Plain and simple. And if you're listening to my podcast, you know where I stand. You know where I stand. I, I, I mean, is Corona out there? And um, I'm trying not to bring it back to my workplace. I'm trying not to give it to other people because even though um, we got a lot of protesting and everything like that going on, um, Corona is still out there. It's still out there. Um, So social distancing is still a thing. But I I stand for it. Like, yo, my, my social media accounts and everything like that. Like, yo, I stand for it. I am proud. I am proud of my people. And when I say my people, I'm not just talking about black people. I'm talking about everybody that's standing for that's, that's against the injustice that's going on in America. Like, come on. All the people that's, that's tired of the president. Donald Trump saying whatever it is that he want to say and some of it he not even he like yo I'm not even gonna say that he's not aware because I like I I don't know what that man is thinking but some of the things that he say is racist or I mean or or bias or or whatever the case may be and I'm sorry to my my um Trump supporters I mean if I, I said anything to offend you but this is how it is that I feel this is how I feel. I'm sorry if I offended you, but this is how I feel. This is my platform. This is my opinion. Um, I'm, I'm proud. I am proud of you guys who are out there and you're protesting. I'm proud of you guys who are using your platforms, whether you are a YouTuber um, whatever you're famous, so whatever the case may be, or, or maybe you, you got a good following on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. 
and and you're out there and and you fighting for the cause like yo i am proud of you if nobody else says it i am proud of you anything that you are going through right now while you are protesting i am proud of you and and you are going to reap what it is that you sow like yo you are going to get what is that you are, what is deserving of you, you know I mean, like, yo, and when I say that, when I say that, I mean, I say that in a good way, like, yo, God is going to bless you for you making a stand, thank you, I am African American, thank you, the future generation is counting on you, thank you, thank you, and thank you, now, I want to talk about my, um, my experience with with racism um some of you may know some of you may not know um when i went to college i went to penn state and um i went to penn state uh i had the chance to go to a hbcu but i was given the advice that the world is not just me that the world is full of different races and and people with different backgrounds and everything like that so I need to get used to that before I enter the real world um so I chose to go to Penn State and also Penn State was offering more money for me to go to school um nothing against my black schools nothing against my black schools um if i could do it all over again i would have went to a black to a um a hbcu not just because i'm black but because of the experience that i had that forever changed me at penn state um and it had nothing to do with the staff it had to do with one of my fellow college goers. Um, I remember I was washing my clothes, um, and I also had this to uh, study for um, biology, um, and it was like a, a higher level biology class. So I was studying and washing clothes at the same time, um, trying to multitask. So my clothes was in the washing machine. Um, my clothes was in the washing machine and I went upstairs. I had just put my clothes in the washing machine. I went upstairs to go get my books so that I could come down to the washing, the washing room and sit there and study while my clothes was washing so that I could put them in the dryer and everything like that and fold and every and try to get all of these things done at one time. I came back from getting my books and mind you I wasn't going that long. Like the the washroom was in the basement. I lived on the second floor. Um so I went I came back and when I came back my clothes my clothes were, some of them were on the table, some of them were on the floor. So, when I walked in there, nobody was in there, but my half of my clothes was on the floor and half of them were on the table. So, I was, I was mad because the clothes that were on the floor, like, 
if you know me, I'm kind of like just a little bit, just a little bit. I'm a germaphobe, just a little bit, a little bit, a little bit, a little bit. So clothes fall on the floor. They're wet. It just picked up the dirt that's on the floor. Like the laundry room is in the basement. Like housekeeping, not really going down to the basement and cleaning the floor like that. So I was, I was mad. I was furious or whatever. Um, and then I, I, I kind of, while I was picking my clothes up off the floor, the washing machine that my clothes was in, this Caucasian girl comes and, um, her clothes was in there. So I simply asked her, I'm like, uh, did you take my clothes out of, did you take my clothes out of the washing machine? And she said, yeah, and, and I'm like, why did you put, throw my clothes on the floor and on the table? And she was like, because I wanted to use the washing machine. But mind you, there was other washing machines available. I don't know if this girl, like, I I know that she couldn't have knew that I was African-American or whatever, because in the dorm, it was, it was Caucasians, it was blacks, it was, it was all types of people in the dorm, so I'm not saying that, like, all right, at that, at that moment, she knew that I was black and she put my clothes on the floor or whatever like that, it's, it's moments after that, that made it a, a, a racist situation, so, um, she said I wanted to use the washing machine, and I said, well, um, and, and I think when I'm, when I'm not like extremely angry, I think before I speak. So yes, I think before I speak. And I was also aware of where, where it was that I was and, um, how my actions can affect other things. Everything has a ripple effect. So all of these things are going on in my mind. So I said, so I, like I said, I said to the girl, um, well, why did you take my clothes out of the washing machine? She said, because I wanted to use it. So, hmm. And I said, it's other washing machines available. Like, I don't understand why you couldn't use those. She's like, well, I wanted to use this one. And I was like, all right, well, let's get past that part. Um, for future reference, when you take somebody's clothes out of the washing machine, like it would be like, it would be courteous. Like either leave it in the washing machine or it'd be courteous if you put it, put the clothes in the dryer and like, you don't even have to turn the dryer on. Just leave them in the dryer instead of putting them on the table where other you mean the table is kind of nasty and then I was like and as you can see my clothes is on the floor so I have to rewash these clothes because they've been on the floor and I don't you mean and I don't know how long they've been on the floor and she was like well that's that's not my problem I was like um I was like the only time that you should I was like okay all right well the only time that you should take somebody's clothes out and like just put them on the table is if the clothes is already dry but if they wet like they're picking up dirt it's like, well, that's not, that's not my problem. Get out of my face. But mind you, I wasn't in her face, but I, I just, I was like, oh, okay. I, I just, I, I gritted my teeth and I just was like, okay. And I put my clothes that fell on the floor. I put them back. I put them in the washing machine again. And mind you, I have to pay for the washing machine. So I was even more pissed because you just took money from the next time for me to be able to wash my clothes. 
just took money from that because I had to rewash these clothes. So, rewash my clothes or whatever. And then the other clothes I put in the dryer. So, she leaves and I start trying to study again. I couldn't really study because that just was, like, I was so pissed off. I just was so pissed off. So, then... Like, so, I didn't leave my clothes. I just was down there. I already had my books and everything that, that I needed. I just was down there. So, I was down there, clothes washing, dryer going, and everything like that. Then I had to go to the bathroom. When I came, I went to the bathroom real quick. And then I came back down. When I came back down, I sat down. Still nobody in the washroom. I came back down. Um, I'm sitting there for a little bit. And then her and her boyfriend come in. And soon as they walk through the doorway, she like, yeah, it was her and 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 this is that to the third telling him whatever. So he, I, so I, I'm like, it, it's is. I was like, it's not that deep. Um, it's not that deep. My clothes are in the washing machine. My clothes are in the dryer. It's not that deep. Okay, I was like, I'm trying to study. So she goes, she gets in my face. Or whatever and mind you I'm sitting down she's hovering over me in my face so I stand up I stand I stand up and when I stand up I move away because I'm like I, I like I don't have time I don't have time for this I'm not fighting I'm not doing none of that so I can get kicked out of school or suspended like I'm not I work too hard to get here um, so I, I move or whatever. She still, yeah, I'm like, look, just, I was like, it's over. It's done with. I didn't yell at you. I didn't curse at you. I didn't do anything of the sort. I didn't even like raise the volume or, or even change the tone of my voice. It's over. So he comes, he comes, he start pointing all in my face and cursing and, and, and calling me racial, racial slurs and everything like that. And, um, um, like when I get angry, I start crying because I'm so angry and there's no outlet. Like I can't punch you in the face. I can't, I can't do anything. And it's, it's making me even more mad because like you're a one, you're, I'm a female. She's a female. If it was a problem, me and her can handle it. You're a guy. No guy should be in a girl's face. Especially if you don't have nothing to do with it. No guy should be in a girl face. And no girl should be in a guy face. Like, come on. Like, this is not your battle. This is hers. And it's not really a battle because I bowed out. Like, I'm I'm not trying to get myself kicked out of school. So, he's calling me all these racial slurs and everything like that. And, like, I'm gritting my teeth. And when I say that I'm gritting my teeth, I am gritting my teeth. My teeth, my jaws was hurting so bad how of because of how angry I was. But I was not going to let this dude see me cry. And, yes, he was Caucasian. I was not going to let him see me cry. But the thing that took the cape was when he spit in my face. Now, I don't know about you guys, but I would never, I would never spit in somebody's face. Because when you spit in somebody's face, not like, and like I said, I'm a germaphobe, but when you spit in somebody's face, that is telling that person that they are the lowest of the lows to you. They're not even worth the dirt underneath your shoe. You spit in somebody's face. That is the worst thing 
ever. And that's what I, and that's, that's my feeling. He spit in my face and everything in me wanted, like I wanted to lash out. Like I wanted to, to do all of these things. So I just, I left my clothes. I went upstairs. I went and got, I went and knocked on the RA's door. It went, even with the spit still on my face, knocked on the RA's door. Cause I'm trying to handle this in a way that does not get me in trouble. And mind you, the guy, I'd never seen the guy before, which meant that he was a commuter. He didn't even live on campus. He was a commuter. And he, he took up forestry. I never, before I got to Penn State, I never even, I never heard of forestry before. Climbing trees and, and all types of stuff. You know what I mean? So I knocked on the RA's door and I'm like, look, like, yo, the bull just spit in my face. Like, like, well, who is he? I don't know who he is. I like, I know, I know whose boyfriend it is though, but I, I never seen this guy. He's a commuter. Like, so why one, now why is he in the building? It is not visiting hours. And then two, like, like, come on. Like what? Like, so, um, the RA comes downstairs. By the time she comes downstairs, he's gone, but the girl is there. The girl's still, the, the girl's still in the dorm. Um, and so they, they, the RA is talking to the girl and the, and the girl is just, she like, oh my, he didn't do that. And it's that to the third. I don't know how that got on her face. And it's that to the third. And I even told the RA about the racial slurs and everything like that. And mind you, the, the RA is African-American. So, like, I I just, I got on the phone and I called, I called my mentor, I got on the phone, I, I called my boyfriend at the time, and my boyfriend at the time came, he came speeding up to the school, he came speeding up to the school, because he's like, yo, if I see this guy, he was like, yo, it's on and popping and I will never come to this, to this school ever again. To, to make sure that you don't get in trouble. But that, that's the worst of the worst. Because when I was on the phone, and I, a lot of people don't hear me cry. I don't cry in front of a lot of people. I don't, I mean, I don't let a lot of people hear me cry. Like, like I spend a lot of time alone. So if I'm upset or anything like that, and I need to cry, I'm by myself. I'm by myself 98% of the time. So when I got on the phone and I was hysterical and I was crying, they knew like yeah this is real um long story short um the commuter he was he was told that he couldn't come he was not allowed at the dorms or anything like that he had to go to go to class and and go and go home um to me that wasn't good enough that was not good enough like he, like cuz i still had to see this guy and, um, by the time my boyfriend came to this, by the time he got there, mind you, um, I'm from Philly. So the drive from Philly all the way up to Penn state, that takes time. By the time he got up there, he was so amped. Like, and I just, I had time to think and, and think about if he did anything or whatever, if he did anything, like how it would reflect on me. So I had to take that bullet and I had to bite it. I had to bite it. But my boyfriend did walk me to class and stuff like that. And he did stay up there with me for a while um, just to 
make me feel safe. Um, and then, of course, life had life had to go on. That was the first racist experience. Second one was, you know, during college you meet all types of people. So I had, I had black friends, I had Asian friends, I had Spanish friends, and of course I had white friends. And of course, who disrespects me first? My Caucasian friend. I'm not even gonna say first, cause that was out of the group. You mean my Caucasian friend, my one Caucasian friend. I had other Caucasian friends and they didn't do that. Um, but we was out, we was at the dorm. We, I, I guess none of us had anything to do. I'm not going to say none of us cause all of us wasn't out there, but some of us didn't have anything to do. We was, um, we was done with our schoolwork. We was done. We didn't have to study. We was tired of watching TV and everything like that. So we were just sitting on in the front of the dorm, just chilling and talking. And no, I'm not going to say any names, but yes, I still know her first and last name. And I know where she died. I know where she's from and everything like that. But I'm not going to say any names. Um, But we're out there. We're talking and everything like that. And the girl says, she like, yeah, um, we was talking about parties. And I was like, I don't party. Like, I like, nah, I'm not up here for that. Like, I'm not partying. And mind you, I mean, you know, I'm from Philly. Uh, I'm I'm young, so of course, but wait before I even got to college, like that party life, I was about it. Um, just and of course, you like, oh, how you introverting? You was about that party life because I was trying to fit in, trying to fit in. Um, but yeah, like I told her. I go, I'm not about that party life. I'm not up here for that. Like, I need to focus on my studies and everything like that. Like, I hang out with y'all, but going going to parties and stuff like that on a regular basis, no. Um, so, she was like, and, and, and I was, and I said to her, like, how are y'all partying? Like, like, as much as y'all are partying, they was partying very frequently. I'm like, how? And she like, oh, I'm not worried about anything. Her dad was uh, a very accomplished lawyer and her mom did something. So her household was, you know, financially stable, very stable. Um, You know, parents were together and everything like that. So I was like, yeah, nah. Like I was like, oh, I I need to focus or whatever. And she was like, yeah, she was like, um, I don't even know why you're here anyway. I was like, whoa, 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 pause, back up, rewind. What you say? I don't even know why you're here anyway. Like you probably, like our tax dollars are probably um, have you in school. First of all, you're not even paying taxes. Two, I'm not on welfare. I'm not on welfare. And that, that's a slap in the face. Why would you, like, you hang out with me every day. Like, you eat lunch with me. I mean, it, I don't do breakfast, but you eat lunch with me. You eat dinner with me and everything like that. Like, why would you say something? Why would you say that I don't belong? I do belong. My grades got me here. I do belong. 
And she like, uh, yeah, like our tax dollars are, are paying for you. Like, oh, you, 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 um, she's like, you probably on welfare and this, that to the third. I don't belong. I was so like, like I, 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 I went down the list of all the things that I did throughout school. Um, you know, from be graduating top of my class and and being uh in in the president for student government for the whole school and you know being a part of the yearbook committee, um, the sports and everything like that that I played and and how like how how great I was in all the AP classes and everything like that that I was in. And all that, I ran all of that down and my SAT scores. And I'm like, I don't belong. How do I not belong? I worked my behind off to get to this point. And you're going to tell me I don't belong? I, I break bread with you. When you didn't have, I gave to you because your parents wouldn't send you money. And I don't belong. Like I went in the dorm and I just, I, I, I slammed the door and I went into my room and I was hoping that my roommate could, and it's crazy that during the, uh, the racial interactions that I had, I, I had a roommate, but all the other, all the other times I didn't have a roommate, but I was hoping to God that my roommate wasn't in there and I cried and I cried and I cried. My roommate wasn't in there, but I cried and I cried and I cried. And I'm like, this cannot be life. Why do people look at people like that? Why are we still dealing with, with racism? Didn't, didn't my, didn't my great grandmom and my great, great grandmom have to deal with this? Why is this not over? And why I had to wait until this moment to deal with this and then when I'm dealing with this I have to to be very strategic in how it is that I react so um I didn't come out of my room for the rest of the day and I went to class and everything like that um and the crazy thing is is those two experiences happen like back to back um and you know I had to my professors were Caucasian and I just every time I seen a Caucasian person I was so livid I I just felt like I was living it all over again even though that person might not have did anything to me I felt like I was living it all over again and I was like and and I started I felt my heart starting to shift when it came to Caucasians I felt my heart started to shift but I always, um, I always said that I would never, I don't want to be the bitter black woman because things happen. I don't want to be the racist. I don't, I don't want to be the colorist. I don't want to be none of these negative things. So I had to make up in my mind and, and I had to keep myself away from people, um, to get my my heart and my mind together because in my heart and my mind I was becoming racist. I was like, yo, I really was like, yo, I dislike white people. 
Now I dislike white people. Um, so I had to spend some time with myself and get my mind and my heart together because that's not the person that I want to be. I don't want to be a racist. I don't, you can't fight racism. You can't fight racism with racism. You can't fight colorism with colorism. Just like you can't fight hate with hate. You cannot. You will get nowhere and we will be living in a world that is divided. And our ancestors have fought and died so that we would not be divided, that we will all be one. Because we all deserve equality. We all deserve it. Not because of the color of your skin or how you carry it. We all deserve equality. We all deserve justice. No matter whether you black, white, Asian, Latino, Middle Eastern, it don't matter. Indian, it does not matter. Everybody, we are all human beings and we all deserve a fair shake. So I had to keep myself away from people because I didn't want my I didn't want to, you know, spew that uh, put that information out there to my African American friends and my Latino friends and they be up in the uproar and you know how it how people get they start putting their opinions and everything like that and it makes and it adds fuel to the fire. I didn't want to do that. Because in that this girl also was friends with them too. So I had to figure out a way to make them aware, but make them aware when I'm more calm. So that it's not fueled to the fire and it's just them just being aware of what is going on around them. Even though they probably had their own experiences. But I, I isolated myself to get my mind and my heart together because I was like, I am not going to become a racist. I am not going to dislike a whole race because of my encounters. And once I got myself together, I came out of isolation and I started back hanging with my friends and, and I just told them, I, I, and I, they, they wanted to know why are you ice? Why? Like, I haven't seen you in days, and I knocked on your door, and I knew you was in there. You wasn't answering. I called your phone, and you wasn't answering. Like, what's going on? Like, like what, you don't want to hang with us anymore or whatever? And I just let them know, like, look, everybody is, everybody does not share the, the, the same mindset. So keep that in mind. Everybody does not think that you deserve to be here. So keep that in mind when you're you're talking to people and everything like that and try to spread positivity you know keep working i'm proud of y'all um for y'all being here i'm proud of myself i'm proud of y'all for being here i'm proud of y'all working hard or whatever and that wasn't just to my african-american i it was it was to my caucasian friends too like yo i'm i'm proud of y'all and the girl that said it to me like I, I treated her with nothing but respect because I was like, yo, I'm going to what you, you say and you believe right now, I'm going to kill that with kindness. I'm going to kill it with kindness. I really am. And whatever it is that you believe, you believe. But I am going to show you that I do deserve to be here. It's not for you to say that I don't. I do but deserve to be here. 
I deserve to be here not just because of the color of my skin or, or whatever you, however you think that I got into school or whatever like that. I got into school just like you did. Good grades. Good academics. Extra good extracurricular activities. Like, I, I, I put my best foot forward when it came to education. Because that's what my grandmother wanted for me. Um, every once in a while, I, I, I mean, it comes back, I think about it, and it, it outrages me, and I never thought that I would be alive to see us have to fight for our freedom again. Um, never thought that I would be alive, thought that, you know, that our ancestors bloodshed was enough but obviously it's not so all those who are out there protesting and everything I love you thank you R.I.P. George Floyd um I'm going to stop cause then I'm gonna start crying because this is crazy what is going on we not fighting um white against black we're just fighting racism that's all we're just fighting racism we're just fighting injustice we're just fighting colorism so black lives matter allow me to reintroduce myself my name is rain